1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Bashi here. Today we have a super exciting guest, Jonathan Trowan. He's a life mastery coach and self-love mentor, and he's also the host of the Mentor Studio Podcast. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Thank you so much. So happy to be here.
1: It's a pleasure to have you. We're going to have some great conversation. We'll cover what's working, your challenges, and your goals. And with, and with, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, guys. It's Monday. I'm tongue-tied. I'm sure within that conversation alone, we'll have some great takeaways. Before we jump in, do you mind telling us a bit about your story and where you are today?
2: Sure. Um, I mean, my story. I I I have the, the two-minute version. I have the hour and two-minute version. Um, but so you know, five minute I spent, version. The five, I spent I spent 20 years in the entertainment business. Um, and you know, here's how I often share it, you know, I, I did as they said, they said, create your own life, choose what you want to do. So I did that. And I loved music at the time. So I started a company uh, basically so I could go see concerts for free and interview all the the great rock bands and my idols. And it was awesome. And I took, so I started a company, it was called LA Live. And we wired up LA and we were broadcasting concerts from all over Los Angeles, some other cities. That moved into TV and I started producing TV shows. So here I was in Hollywood, the land of dreams. And I was living the life of my dreams. I was interviewing the biggest stars in the world from you know Madonna and and the Who to Ozzy Osbourne to Green Day. Uh, I lived three blocks from the beach. I could see the sun set out my window. I could have my feet in the sand in 10 minutes, except I wasn't happy and I couldn't figure out why. I'm going, well, what's wrong with me? Uh, you know, and, and in retrospect, I realized that, that one of the things that, that was going on is in my I, I lived on Third Street, so there was you know second Street and then ocean and then the beach, right? And as I w- would walk, I'd look at all the other houses and realize that there are people who are more successful than I was, even though I, I, I had great paper success. You know, Another thing they said, you know, th- this was now in the 90s, right? So uh, and, and then you know, once you hit six figures, then you'd be happy. You know, now I know is you have to have seven figures to be happy, right? Um, but so there I am, you know, living the life of my dreams. I, I have the success on paper and I'm not happy. And I'm looking around and seeing all these other people that that are more successful than I am. And yes, I put quotes in that because who knows how happy they are. Because what I discovered was that there are a lot of rich people living in Los Angeles and around the world who just aren't happy. And that was me. So I went on this search for years. I basically quit the entertainment business. I had no idea what I was gonna do with my life, no idea. And I quit, I said, I can't do this anymore. Uh, And I went on a search to figure out what was wrong with me. And in that search, I learned the most important thing in my life, that there was nothing wrong with me. I had to learn that I was okay the way I was. I you know we learn about modeling other people and things like that. Well, I, and I and I did I did some I modeled I want to be like that person so I'd model them and I'd get success from that. You know, I would get accolades and th- good things would happen, but uh, it wasn't me. So all of a sudden I discovered all I had to do was be me and show up as me and I was good enough as me. And that changed everything. It changed everything in my life. It changed my professional career, it changed my relationships. It changed everything. And Even though, yeah, sure, there are great days and and difficult days, (laughs) those are still here. Um, But it was this missing ingredient of what I call self-love. I didn't make that up. And that's why I created the self-love revolution that when we can begin to one first accept ourselves, then begin to be kind to ourselves and perhaps one day even love ourselves, everything changes and you no longer need to prove yourself to the world.
1: Mm. That's beautiful. But I've got to ask you, so why, if, if it sounds, how do I, how do I phrase this in the best way? Why did you create this business? Why didn't you just stop with, you know what? I figured it out. I know that there's nothing wrong with me now and continue your life that way. What inspired you to spread this message and help other people as well?
2: Well, because here's the truth. I thought I was the only one, right? I, I, I had all these voices in my head telling me how I wasn't good enough. You know, I'd finish an interview with Cher, and it was great, but then I go home at night and I look in the mirror and say, "You're not good enough." And I, I was the biggest abuser to myself. Other people would tell you that that I was kind, nice person. I was such an abuser to myself, but here's the thing. I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one that spoke to myself other than the, the, we call them the crazy people on the street. Who you see talking to themselves, right? <laughs> well, They're crazy. So I, I thought, I thought I, I, I was crazy. I wasn't talking out loud, but I was talking to myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that everyone does. I did not know that you Basha would talk to yourself every single day. Well, now I know that you do. You know how I know that you do? Because you're human, you're alive. And once I found out, oh, it's not me? You mean everyone is like this? And so many of them are speaking meanly to themselves. So many of them uh, are are self-abusing themselves. I'm like, whoa, we got to change this. We got to stop this. We got to start teaching something differently to people. Look, I'm the son of two teachers, right? I'm a big fan of of education, of public education, but we are teaching it wrong. We are teaching kids, you know, they show up in a classroom and it's like, all these other people are your competitors. It's you or them, there's only room for one number one. And if you're not number one, then you're nothing. This is what we're teaching. I said, I've got to teach something different. This is this is not the way we need to live. You know, all the marketing messages we get. Uh, hey, we know you're having a bad day, but you'll be happy if you know you buy the new car, if you get the new vodka, if you know, all these ifs, these will make you happy. So, okay, we get the new car. I I, I hey, I was there. I knew when I got that car. I'd be so happy. I got the new car. And oh, it was great for a few days.
1: Hmm.
2: All of it, uh, we we have to start living life differently. we We have to start teaching differently. So it's my mission. No, <laughs> I lived in one of the richest cities in the world. And you know, some of the names we know, people like Anthony Bourdain, right? I mean, peak of, of, of his success. and I guess he wasn't happy with life. and you know, we could go on with all the names who who, who you know, are ODing on drugs and things like that. Now, we know a lot of these names, but there are so many more, we don't know the names. In in the entrepreneurial world, entrepreneurs are twice as more likely to have mental health issues than the rest of society.
1: Mm-hmm. Now,
2: they haven't technically defined the reasons for that. I think one of the reasons is because entrepreneurs, we are crappy bosses, crappy bosses to ourselves. Mm-hmm. In fact, if we worked for someone and they spoke to us the way we speak to ourselves, we would report them to HR and we would quit, but we take the abuse. So as an entrepreneur, and I'm really dedicated to the entrepreneurial journey and the entrepreneurial community, um, We have to understand this is what's happening to us and to our community. And I'm dedicated to teaching people how to live differently. And so here's one of the magic things of it too. You know, we're all trying to get these six figures and seven figures. And we, you know, we, 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 we see the, the ads six figures in 30 days, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. knowing that that'll make us happy. Here's the deal. Money is a magnifier. If you're miserable now, when you get your six or seven figures, you will be more miserable. If you're joyous now, you will be more joyous. Money's good. This is not a bad money's bad thing. Money's great, but it's a magnifier to whatever you have now. I know way too many rich, miserable people, and it's it's got to stop. So we've been taught this equation I know I've been talking for a long time now, you got more questions, but this equation is actually pretty important. We've been taught this equation, if you work hard, then you'll be successful, then you'll be happy. And we postpone happiness for years and decades. Here's the new Mm -hmm. equation, folks, I want you to listen to this, be happy. If you are happy, you are successful because isn't that why you're working so damn hard in the first place? And when you're happy, you are successful. And then it is so easy to show up and do the work that you're meant to do. And when you do that and you start helping people, the money the money comes. It's just an after effect. My, my business now is way more successful than it was before when I was struggling to make the money. Now I'm just kind to myself and, and I try and help as many people as possible. And there's way more money in that. So it's, mm-hmm. self-love is the single most important missing ingredient to success. And that's why I've got to share it.
1: That's beautiful. And I completely agree. I completely agree. I think the reason that entrepreneurs, or majority of entrepreneurs have mental health issues is because it's a lonely journey. We're all by ourselves. We wear all of the hats. We have to do everything. We have nobody to fall back on. We fall back on ourselves. We are the safety net. So. Yeah. I think that's part of it. It's just the amount of pressure that goes into running a business. You have to be a boss. You have to be a boss to yourself. You have to have a team. You have to do this. You have to outsource work over there. You got to do that. Oh my gosh. No, they just canceled on me. Oh no, I have to go and find somebody else now. It's just, it's, it's nonstop. And it's, first of all, I don't think everybody's equipped for it. And second of all, it's just, it's a lot. So it's, it's no wonder that majority of entrepreneurs have mental health issues. But it's great that you're coming in here with this business, teaching self-love and how to sit back, relax, and appreciate yourself for what you're doing instead of beating yourself down.
2: Yeah, because, you know, you mentioned we we need to be a safety net. We are crap. We're good safety nets for others, but we're crappy Mm -hmm. safety nets for ourselves. You know, if a friend would come to us uh, or even an employee and say, hey, you know, I screwed this up, Right. We'd say, okay, let's talk about it. Let's figure this out. I got your back. I'm here for you. I'm here to hold space. I'm here to help you. But we make mistakes. And I still make mistakes all the time. Every day. Every day I have successes. Every day I have mistakes. Every single day. That's what all of our days are. A mixture of successes Mm -hmm. and things that worked out how we wanted them to and things that didn't work out how we wanted them to. Every single one. So when we make mistakes, we look in the mirror and go, man, you screwed up. You're not going to recover from this one. This was a really bad one. That was so bad. That was so dumb, right? <laughs> We're horrible safety nets. We need to be a good safety net to ourselves. You know, people often ask me, oh, what's my favorite quote? And at the beginning, I used to, you know, share a quote from uh, Thich Nhat Hanh or Tony Robbins or, or Bob Proctor, or any of the, the, these beautiful teachers. But I'll tell you, here's my favorite quote. My favorite quote is, I got your back when we say it to ourselves. So mm. I look in the mirror. On great days, I celebrate, I say, hey, good job, Jonathan. And on difficult days, oh, you know, that that didn't come through so well. Or, you know, you messed up that interview, you flubbed up all the words, you couldn't speak clearly. I say, Jonathan, you showed up. I got your back, and it's gonna be okay. I I become my own safety net. I become Mm -hmm. my own best friend. To be clear, it's been a practice over years, but we have to, as entrepreneurs, we have to learn to be our own safety net so that tomorrow we can show up strong. Because when I used to beat myself up, I showed up really weak the next day. I didn't even want to do the work. But now it's great doing the work because I celebrate myself. I, I, I'm a safety net to myself and I wake up joyous. It's like, yeah, what can we do today to show up? It's so much more joyous.
1: Absolutely. I think that part of the reason we don't do it and maybe, maybe it was just my personal experience, but, but I'm sure that other people think the same way. I think there's a, there's a misconception that if you praise yourself too much, you get comfortable. And I think that's where the negative self-talk also comes in is if you if you're never content and if you're telling yourself, no, you gotta do more, you gotta do more, you don't stay comfortable, you don't stay stagnant, you keep moving forward. But I think it's a little also a little counterproductive because if you're talking bad to yourself, you're you don't want to show up better the next day.
2: The question is, can we do both? Right. Um you know, I have a friend. He he started, you know, turn into a, I don't know, at least many, many millions of dollar company, maybe billions. It got sold to Apple. Um, you know, if if I said the name of the company, you know what it is. Half of you talk to it every day. Um, and you know, someone asked him the formula for success. You know, it was one of those Facebook threads, and 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 and. and you know, he said, you know, believe in yourself, create, I don't remember exactly, but it was, you know, create your idea, get your success and then do the next one. And I chimed in and I said, can we add another step there and actually pause for celebration and gratitude? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Because so many people Do that. And, and, you know, I've had other clients too, right? I remember this one, she was a project manager for a company. So non-entrepreneur, she worked for a company, she was a project manager. And as soon as one project was complete success, I said, well, what do you do next? Well, I start the next one. There was no pause for gratitude and success. So it's true. Do we want to be complacent and just sit there and watch Netflix all day? Well, no. Although if you beat yourself up, you are more likely to do that because who wants to be beat up all the time? So then we just turn it off by drinking or watching TV or whatever it is that we do. So can we get our success, pause and enjoy it and celebrate ourselves, which is like fuel. It's like then filling up your your gas tank or charging your electric vehicle, right? So we need (laughs) to recharge ourselves. So that we can do the next one. And it is true. You cannot stay comfortable all the time. I tell people, if you're too comfortable, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything important. That your success is on the other side of fear, on the other side of discomfort. If you're doing nothing scary, you must do it. You do one scary thing every day. If you're not scared, you're you're not not doing anything. So yes, you have to find discomfort and find find ease in discomfort. You need to be comfortable with the discomfort so that you can continue to learn and grow. We call that moving into the courage zone, moving out of the comfort zone, moving into the courage zone, not the scary zone, because when you go into the scary zone, you retreat back to the comfort zone and then you get nothing done. So don't go from here comfort to here scary, but go from here into the courage zone which feels a little, can I do this? Yeah, that's the beauty. Your success is on the other side of that fear, but you gotta go through it. So can we have both? Can we talk kindly to ourselves? Can we celebrate ourselves? And can we keep living in the courage zone? And when we do live in the courage zone with the success or the failure, can we celebrate the fact that we tried something new and different? See, we're not trained to celebrate failure. You got time for another story?
1: I don't, to be honest. I would love for you to tell another story, but we're we're slowly running out of time.
2: No worries.
1: Oh my gosh, you'll have to tell me after the interview.
2: (laughs) It's a good one. It's a good one. You're
1: so right. You're all watching this, you're missing
2: out. You gotta (laughs) email me. I'll tell you the story. It's a good one.
1: But you are, you are right. I think it is about the balance and finding the the right, the right middle ground between positive self-talk and also getting yourself up off of your ass and going and getting stuff done.
2: Yeah. That's what what we, it's the, it's, it's the only answer we have, and we have to do it with Mm -hmm. kindness. We have to do it with compassion. And, And here's the thing when we're kind and compassionate to ourselves, we're kinder and compassionate to others, right? So to the people that work for you, you become kinder and compassionate uh and th- and then they actually want to work for work for you, work for you. Yeah. um you know I I have a client right now and and he's having difficulty with some of some of his the people that that he works with and it's like well you gotta start changing you because you're not so happy and they want to work in a happy place so either either they will turn into that new vibe or they're going to be gone and, you know, because he's talking about maybe I need to find new people. Yeah, well, you're going to find the same people you need. You need to change so that that, that you can begin to draw in the people that are going to be perfect fits for you. And you're going to enjoy working with because if you're a pain in the ass to work with, the people you bring on are going to be a pain in the ass to work with. Right. So yeah. kindness Kindness changes anything, everything, and kindness to yourself is the most powerful thing you can do. You become a better romantic partner. You become a better business owner. Um, you, you, you become a better parent if you're a parent. You become a better friend. You become a better a better child to your, to your parents, um, all of it, and you just start living a better life. The money, all that, honestly, it's just a side effect. But it's a really cool side effect. And then you can do great things with your money and really start helping people with your money.
1: I completely agree. It all starts with you. That said, I know that you help other people through their challenges, but what are some some of the challenges that you are currently facing and how do you overcome them slash plan on overcoming them?
2: Well, I mean, the challenge is, you know, I talk about the self-love revolution as a as a rewiring of your subconscious belief system. Mm-hmm. So I still have old programming in me about how, how you're supposed to show up in the world and how you're supposed to be in front of people. And I know some of them aren't right. And I've already reprogrammed some of them, but some of them I'm going, oh, wait a minute, I'm doing this because I'm programmed. I'm programmed to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I have to go... Another level, go a deeper level and continue to to reprogram myself. I mean, here's the thing. We are are designed to learn and grow, but we don't like the feelings of discomfort. You You end up having a great success, right? And then you feel good about it but then you're not content because we need to learn and grow. Right. So you, you start going through, through your path of life. And then there's something else. There's this wall you hit like, Oh my God, this sucks again. I, I, I just went through, went through this and I had a breakthrough and now here I am again. Yes, there you are again, because you're not allowed to be there forever because you're either growing or dying. There's no, Hey, how you doing, bud? Oh, same old, same old. No, there's no such thing as same old, same old. You're either growing or dying. So if you don't want to hit that discomfort, you have to go and retreat and you go into the dying mode. doesn't mean you're going to stop breathing and your heart will stop pumping tomorrow, but you're not growing. So yeah, I go through those same struggles because, you know, I I mean, here, I'm I'm, right now I'm, uh, I'm at our yoga studio. I, I also own a yoga studio in Austin, Texas. Um, and, and we're here. I mean, look, if you, would, if you would have talked to me 10 years ago, I never would have had the courage to open up a yoga studio. That's a crazy idea. But, but we did it. And, and, you know, and we got through the pandemic too. Now, why did we get the, the, through the pandemic? Half our members stayed with us during the pandemic. And a lot of them never even took a class. You know, we went virtual like everybody else. They stayed with us because they wanted us to stick around for when the pandemic was over. And do you know why they stayed with us and wanted us to be around? Because we have one business model. Our business model is kindness. That's the business model. Now, yeah, we make money on memberships. And you know, and drop off and drop ins and we have a retail store over there and all that stuff. But people don't come here because they have a membership. They come here because it's a kind place for them. You got to change your business model, folks. You got to change your business model to be kind. So what, what difficulty you ask, what difficulties do I have? Some days it's harder to be kind or some days there's a person that gives you difficulty. you know, like, don't give me your shit. I'm sorry. I to <laughs> say that here. You know, don't, you know, don't, don't bring me your baggage, <laughs> but here's the thing I know now. I don't know what trauma they lived through today mm-hmm. or 20 years ago. I don't know what they're carrying with them. So I just lead with kindness. I don't take it. I don't, I don't internalize it. I don't make it mine. But I just pause. How can I help? If I am. Sometimes I can't be helped. But that's said I doing. We're doing the best we can. But 99.9% of the time, we help. And then someone feels good when they leave here. And they carry that. With them. Mm -hmm. Kindness is a virus. It's a virus. And it spreads like a virus, but it's got to start with you. So be kind to yourself so you can spread the virus. Then you spread it to those people that are around you. And they spread it out there. And we just create at least a kinder neighborhood and maybe one day a kinder world. TikNot Han talks about. There's no path to peace. Peace is the path. And we keep living this. Work hard so we can be successful so that one day we can be happy. So that one day we can be peaceful. And we put that off in the future. Well, when I get my six figures or seven figures, well, then I'll be happy. When I have the house on the beach, then I'll be happy. When I get, get you know the new fancy car, then I'll be happy. None of those things cause long term. Happiness. There is no path to peace. There is no path to happiness. Peace is the path. So we must figure out how to be peaceful now. Now, you might have another way how to do that. My way to do that is through the practice of self love.
1: Hmm. Absolutely. I'm so sorry. I have a couple more questions before we hop on. Yeah, go for it. I'm here hanging out. I (laughs) I would love to know what is your focus for the business going to be for 2023?
2: help more people that's the only focus and here's the thing you know people are like well when 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 i get the money then i'll start helping people no the more people you help the more money you make period yeah now if you got to reverse it out okay I want to make a million dollars well how much how much does, does my course cost or membership cost or whatever it is you're selling costs? and then then you can say okay so i need i need you know uh, this number of people Times this price, and that's going to get me to to my million dollar. Okay, that's a that's a fine way to do it. But then you got to get the million dollars out of your head and go. Oh, okay, I got to hit two hundred people, or I got to hit two thousand people. Whatever the number is, and just go and help people. Everyone you are surrounded by is a potential person to help. Now here's the thing too: the person you help, they might not be your client. But the more, see, see we, we like a quick pro quo. So I'm going to help you, Basha, and I expect you to help me. That's the world we live in, in a way, that's the world we, we've been taught to live in, right? Going back to the how we're programmed and how we're taught. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works. I might be kind to you, and I might get this gift from somewhere else. I don't even know why, how this person yeah. got to me. I don't know any of it. Because it's circular. It's not bilateral like this. It's just circular. And the energy goes out there. You go and help people. Open the door for people. Let people in front of you in traffic. See someone. I have a hard time with that one. (laughs) What's that?
1: I said I have a hard time with that one.
2: Change it. Change Look, I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts. We are the road rage capital of the United States. We're proud of it. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: But it's a much more peaceful life to say, oh, you might be in a bigger rush than I am. Go. Maybe you got to get to your kid. You're you're late picking him up from school because you were helping someone and now you're late picking your child up from school. Please go in front of me. Because you know what? Sometimes that's me. Sometimes that's me. I have to get there more quickly. And I'm appreciative when someone actually lets me in. Because you've been that person, have you been that person that needs to get let in? You're, you're in a rush and you're trying to do something
1: oh, and you yeah. need to
2: get there. Yeah, so we play both sides, but it's okay. We, you're not letting me in, what's wrong with you, right? But then we're, <laughs> I'm not letting you in. Come on, wait your turn. Hey, we all play both sides of it.
1: I feel called in And this out. whole practice,
2: practice of, of self-love, which is a practice of acceptance, a practice of gratitude, a practice of forgiveness, a practice of words of self-compassion, I can spend hours on each of those topics. It makes you kind of let the person in. And the more kindness you give, at the end of the day, so here's how to answer your question. At the end of the day, right? they, they tell us what you track is what's going to change, right? So if you track your bank account, that's what's going to change. If you, you track, um, you know, how many members are in the yoga studio, that's what's going to change. We track how many people you're helping with the self-love revolution. That's what's going to, going to change. If you only track your bank account, you will get the money. Guarantee you, you'll get the money. You'll find the right mentor. you got to have a mentor. You'll find the right mentor. They're going to teach you how to make money. you got to make a lot of money. But if you're still not letting people get in front of you, you're, you're miserable, and you're not going to enjoy a joyous life with that money. Man, I'm tired of rich, miserable people. I want rich, joyful people. At the end of the day, every day, I think of how many acts of kindness were there? How many people did I communicate with today? How many people did I help today? That's where my value is. That's what I value most. Now, a side effect of that is you know, I get emails and calls and say, hey, this person, you know, said I I have to talk to you, right? I just I just had held held a, a workshop here in the studio, an in-person one. I do a lot of virtual stuff, but now that we're out of the pandemic, I can actually do some of this in person stuff. And and one person who was here yesterday was was sent here by someone who did my very first self-love revolution course in 2017. They don't even live in Austin anymore. They've moved. And they said, oh yeah, my my friend, she said I had to show up today. Hmm. Just help people. You don't know when it's going to come back to you. You don't know from whom it's going to come. But I promise you, if you track your kindness, if you track how many people you've helped today, you are going to get so many rewards including the financial rewards.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree. We are slightly running over time, but I do have just a couple more questions that I do want to cover before we go. Let's talk about your podcast a little bit. I absolutely, I love what you're doing within your business. It's a beautiful message and I'm sure you're helping so many people. I truly, I truly love what you're doing. But let's talk about the podcast. Um, yeah. kind so I, of I, I'm a... I'm a I'm sure I can guess what kinds of topics you cover on there.
2: <laughs> well, look, all kinds. There are two podcasts that, that I host. One, one is my own, The Self-Love Revolution. And the other, I'm part of an organization called The Mentor Studio. It, it, it's run by Mary Glorfield. She was Tony Robbins' VP for 18 plus years. And, and Michael Silvers, they, they've been in the self-development world and the personal development world before I knew there was a personal development world to, to be yeah. a part of. Um, And I'm one of their mentors and I I host the mentor studio podcast for them too. You you gotta, if you don't have a mentor, right. These are my mentors now. Right. I mean, I work with them, but they're also my mentors. Um, Mm -hmm. You gotta have, you gotta have a mentor. You gotta have someone who, and a mentor is different than, different than a coach. Right. Um, So. A coach does not necessarily have to do what you've done before. A coach needs to know how to how to get underneath your layers and bring the best out of you. Um, a, a mentor is someone who's walked the path that you've walked before. So so you got to have a mentor. So in the self love revolution, we 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 interview all kinds of, of people. Every human has a story. It's it's more about human stories. Um, And of course, there's some great, great guests like, you know, Kut Blackson, who who wrote this great book, um, The Magic of Surrender. Like if you're still trying to manifest your life, you can do it. But man, if you surrender, the universe wants more for you than you can imagine or manifest for yourself. You got to let it do the work. And you be, you, you serve, be of service, just be of service, help people. And the mentor studio, we, we, we just, you know, we interview amazing mentors, people like, uh, you know, Les Brown, um, you know, Bill Walsh There's amazing people. Amazing stories who, 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 who have walked this path, um, healers, teachers, uh, business people, um, how do we really create success? And it covers all sides. It, co- you know, it covers, you want to learn how to invest in real estate. We, we got that side of it too. Um, mm-hmm. You want to learn how to live a life of joy. We got that. And the real question is, how do we combine it together? Right? How do we have in, 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 not an either or, but a both? You, you can have it all. You can have it all, but, but you need the ingredients. Mm-hmm. You, you need the system. And if, if you're just going after one piece of your success, like, like everyone's ch- chasing, chasing solely the six figures, but then they get it and they're not happy. Been there, I get it, not your fault, not blaming you. Mm-hmm. So chase the six figures, but chase joy. And of course you can't chase either because there's no path to peace. Peace is the past. So just experience it now. Yeah. Don't you want to just be happy? Why are you, why are you working so hard in the first place? What is the purpose of working so hard? Isn't it so that you can have joy in your life? You can have joy in your life today. Start. And if you do it every day, I promise you, everything else falls into place. And, and that's, that's even what, what both podcasts are about. They have a little different skew, but that's what both of them are about. Sharing stories of people living life, the struggles, how they overcame them. You're not the only one struggling. We've all had struggles. Absolutely.
1: And there's a way
2: on the other side.
1: And that's where you guys come in.
2: Yeah. You wanna go on the other side, join us. Join me in the self-love revolution. You will live a life like you've never lived before. I promise you. And you know, people say, you know, don't, don't guarantee your work because it's up to the people to, to make sure they do it. Everything I do is guaranteed. Everything I do is guaranteed because I believe in it that much. I've always guaranteed it. From the day I started, I guaranteed that the work I do will bring you to your goals. Now, interestingly enough, sometimes your goals change in the middle. They usually do. You wanna know how many people have asked for their money back? Zero. I've been doing this since 2008. I know a lot of people have been doing it for longer than I have. Always guaranteed it. Nobody's ever asked for their money back. Zero. Because it works. And if you want to align yourself with, with people that have really walked this path before um, that can help pull you pull you up, right? You spoke before about you know working alone, working in a silo. Do you want to be with people that are going to lift you up? That's what the mentor studio is about. A group of mentors that will work with you to lift you up beyond the dreams you can imagine.
1: I have one last question for you before we hop off. Sure. What have and you've talked a lot about? You know the really good sides of your business of what you do, but I would love to know what have some of the biggest challenges been around growing your podcasts? It's themselves? I guess you have two, so around both. Well,
2: it's them. the market marketing. It's on a more hard. technical level. Marketing. Yeah, I mean marketing's hard. For me, some people it's easy for right. Marketing is hard. So I've aligned myself with people. So now I'm, I'm with the mentor studio and, and, and they help me with that. I don't have to do it all on my own. I don't want to do it all on my own. Oh, Here, no. Here's the thing. So I I truly believe and I've, ha- I've had some decades of practice now. I'm a masterful interviewer. Now, to be clear, if you were to listen to my first interviews, you would see how much they sucked.
1: Oh, mine but too.
2: Like, doing this for a long time now, and I, I, I've, I've honed it and I really care about people. So I listen. If you guys want to start a podcast, start listening. Stop talking and start listening to people, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen. Then you'll know a question to ask next. People go, what questions are going to ask? I have no idea what questions I'm going to ask you because I'm going I'm to start the conversation and we're going to have a conversation together. I don't have a list of questions that I ask people. Um, so start listening. But yeah, so we got to get the message out there. And, and there's so much noise out there that it's hard to break through it. So what do I do to combat that? And it's difficult. And maybe something didn't get as much likes. <sighs> likes of the, the, the most horrible invention of the internet is a like button. It's just another place for us to compare ourselves to each other and get ju- and get judged and judge ourselves. Right, comparison is the thief of joy. We got to stop doing it. So instead of always worrying about the numbers, I worry about serving. How can I serve better today? And if this one doesn't go to five thousand or ten thousand or twenty million people, you know, I I, I just I interviewed this amazing woman, Shell Hamilton. She does not have one of the top 1% of podcasts in the world. She has one of the top 0.05% of podcasts in the world. And her listening score is huge. She started it so she could promote a brick and mortar store that she had. She had to close the store down because this took over. But she didn't do it to get a lot of people. It was just her local community. (laughs) And and it was just this little thing. But all she did was show up and serve. She showed up and served. And boom, people wanted it. Show up and serve. And if you're serving enough people, one thing, it doesn't have to go viral. If you serve 100 people and serve them well, you got a huge business. That's great. Um, But if you do it, you know, she, she's she got, I don't know, 80 million, 100 million downloads. I have no idea by now. And she says she stopped counting three years ago. And all the numbers she has are mm-hmm. old because she just stopped counting. So again, you, you got to get past the numbers and you have to start serving. Sometimes it's hard to to market it. Sometimes it's hard. I don't, I don't, I don't want to record another video. I don't feel like working today. I'm tired. You know, to Steve Colbert, Uh, you know, does he get to say, I want to show up or not? No, it's, uh, I don't know what time they record, but it's four 30 or five 30 and he shows up good mood or bad mood. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what we as entrepreneurs need to do. Oh, it's 10 AM show up, hit the record button. I don't care if you're in the mood or not. Show up. I don't care what you're wearing. Show up. So we have to start I, showing up. We have to serve people.
1: And I think that that is a great note to leave off on. Is just show up. All right, Jonathan, I'm so sorry to cut you off like that, but we do have to hop off now. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for all of your wonderful, great nuggets of information. I totally agree with you. Self-love is so crucial for the entrepreneurial journey and it makes you so much more successful when it's a habit that you learn to adopt. So once again, thank you for coming on.
2: Thank you so much.
1: No, it's our pleasure. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur and would like to come on the show, please visit top100interview.com. Thank you.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free.